0: Hello and welcome to No Two Gays About It, the podcast that gives voice to the over 50 gay male. I'm Tom Burke. And I'm Michael Foley. And we are here to talk about all things that matter to those of us over 50 and happen to be gay males as well. Michael, I have a question for you. Yes? Are there any gay men over the age of 50 who are happy with their bodies? Because according to... The regular and
1: social media, the answer is no. Well, I would say once again, social media has failed us greatly. Um, And I'm going to use this example that when you and I were having coffee um, last (laughs) week, and this gentleman who was probably in his, I would say, mid to late 60s. um, I think he
0: was a little older
1: than that. Okay. I was giving him some, a little bit of wiggle room, um, but, you know, came walking by us in, this tank top and this pair of dolphin shorts. I don't know if anybody remembers those, but they were my favorite shorts. Um, They were just awesome shorts, but they sort of, I know they still exist, but they were huge in the 70s and the 80s. Um, And I'm pretty sure he felt pretty fabulous in it. So I think there are a lot of people out there who are very comfortable in their skin, but there are a lot of us who aren't
0: yeah you know it was funny when we did we there we were sitting outside basking in the beautiful sunshine of palm springs and this man walked by and michael and i both looked at each other and we're like i think those are the exact same shorts he wore in the 70s um so yes that man was you know feeling himself he felt really great uh but that started michael and i talking about body image and who's are we happy with our bodies and So, of course, being who I am, I did a lot of research on this. And uh, here's some of the things I found out. There is a high prevalence of psychological distress related to body image among gay men. The gay media and how gay men use social media perpetuates body perfection and helps maintain the distress. Gay media represents beauty and desirability in the form of youth and Gym-toned bodies making those of us over fifty feel worse and worse about ourselves.
1: Ouch! Yeah, that- I, I mean, and I—social media isn't isn't the only, you know, culprit here. Because remember back back in the eighties when the fitness craze really hit. We had Men's Fitness and all these other magazines that w- were the same exact thing, except you sure. had to go to a newsstand and you got a hard copy. Um, so this idea, I think, has been around for a very long time, um, at least since the 80s. Because you see old pictures in the 70s and the 60s, and it, they weren't the buff gym bod kind of folk. Um But I think that that we, as a community, maybe started to idolize that a little too much and use it as the be-all and end-all for what we want to be.
0: Well, I think we're, no matter what, we're always comparing ourselves, whether it be someone in a magazine or someone on television or in a movie uh, and now on social media. But do you think it's more prevalent in the gay community as opposed to
1: the heterosexual community? that's a that's a tough question i mean i think i would have to say it might be equal um, and i'm maybe not so much with straight men but obviously women oh Um, totally women
0: but i'm talking about straight men as compared to i'm gonna go
1: with a hard no on that then because you know you you see straight guys who are very comfortable in their bodies i think more often than you do gay men Uh,
0: I can't tell you how many times I'm driving down the street and I know it's a straight man because he's walking down the street with like his shirt off and he's just bouncing and jiggling and he's fine with it. I mean, I would be mortified to be exposing my body out in public. And, you know, it's also um, you see those straight guys out cutting the grass or do, you know, they could care less. Um, that they're not perfect, but I think I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. I could not do that at all. I also won't let my uh, uh, husband go out in without a shirt <laughs> on. Not that he looks bad. I'm just saying, no, no, we're not going to do that. Nope. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, I say I take. I'm I'm probably self conscious about taking my shirt off depending on the um, environment, but. You know what? I have sort of progressed to a point, um, being one of those people who has always had body issues, um, that I've progressed to a point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Tits to the wind. If I'm playing tennis, my <laughs> shirt, my sh- and literally, my shirt comes off and I, there's a level of I don't care anymore, which took me a lifetime to get to that place. Wow. Okay. So you've had body issues your entire life? My entire life. Yeah, I was a fat kid. Um, in fact, uh, I was called Roly-Poly Michael Foley in school. Just, just besides fag and queer and all those other things, wow. it was a whole nother level. Um, the fag and the queer, believe it or not, I dealt with easily. But the Roly-Poly Michael Foley or being called yeah. a fat slob by your mother um, and constantly bullied by your brother um, wow. adds a lot to one's self-esteem or I should say takes away a lot from one's self-esteem.
0: Well, you are not, by all means, uh, overweight or a heavy male. Did that, was it, you know, um, hormonal when you got out of your teens? Did, did you thin down?
1: Like, how did, how did it happen? Ironically, it was through no fault of my own. Um, when I was 16 and a half, it was my sophomore year in um, high school, I had to have my tonsils out. And wound up having a huge amount of complications. I developed blood clots. Um, my throat had to be cauterized. So it was almost two and a half months before I could eat solid food. And I go back to school and everybody's like, Oh my God, you look amazing. And in my head, I swear to God, I'm thinking I didn't realize I was that fat. I mean, on some level, I guess I did, but you, you develop this wonderful sense of denial. Um, and just sort of, pretend it's not there, even though you didn't. I mean, I weighed 215 pounds when I was in eighth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He was a big boy. So
0: after the tonsillectomy and that whole issue, and now you're back at school and people are telling you how great you look, that must have been where some damage happened, right?
1: Yes. The pendulum swung... complete opposite way so high that i actually wound up catching mono and pneumonia in the same year which was also a good thing because i lost more weight but what i did was (laughs) i I started living on iceberg lettuce and dexatrim and that's when dexatrim was really Uh, good that
0: okay that's sad for a 16 year old guy to
1: yeah
0: i feel Um, bad for that boy
1: you know it's funny I, i could go back and look at pictures um and I I see that in my eyes, um, yeah. And I I feel I feel bad for him too. But it was the path I was on. And fortunately, I as I got older, I took a lot of time to work on myself and to start to feed a healthier sense of self with other things besides food. Um. Where where were you when you were a teen? Were you thin and firm and let stuff or did you ever struggle with weight? I um struggled with putting weight on.
0: Oh, I uh, hate you. you. Right. Um <laughs> you know, but it's the same thing. I was comparing myself to the ideal bodies of the time and I was too thin. Um but then you know, I, I had some. I had a couple of really good years. You know, I had a good decade or whatever, and I I did work a lot in front of a camera. I, there were billboards of me naked. I was, you know, wearing nothing in magazines. That set me off. You know, because um, you were never good enough. You, no matter what, you were never good enough. I remember one of my first. Um, well, it wasn't one of my first jobs, but. Um, a big job I was doing, and the photographer saying to me, "You know, as soon as you lose your baby fat, you're going to be awesome." And I, I can look back at that photo now, and I'm like, "Where the hell was any fat on that body?" And yet that set me off to the next year of only existing on uh, lemon yogurt, grapefruit, and cigarettes. Um, oh my god, have you smoked. God, yes. <laughs> I never knew that. I loved smoking. <laughs> wow! And th- those were the great days too, because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like two pounds overweight. Couple cigarettes and a diet coke, and bam, that that weight was off.
1: You know. So, um, so then you struggled to maintain it with the mentality that that's what you needed to be, and it's so weird because I was the other side of that coin where I struggled to attain it. Right. And never would be able to be. That's very interesting. Another Oscar and Felix moment. Exactly. There you go. Um, But, you know, the the people in my world, I
0: saw so many young guys, and of course, females as well, who then were thrown into eating disorders and really some major uh, mental disorders because of their weight problems. You never... Were you ever traumatized by your weight
1: issues oh severely um i actually went to oa um for a minute well Um, that's a good thing that you went to get some help it is um yeah Um, i mean i i you know i think from after i got the mono and pneumonia um my senior year in high school um i realized something wasn't right still couldn't figure it out but then my best friend that I will ever have in, in life came into my life when I was 19, when I came out. Um, and he was a gymnast. And he taught me everything I ever would need to know. Took a while. Um, about healthy living. Right. Um, and it's made all the difference. And mind you, as, as anybody who has any issue, not just weight or, you know, if, if you grew up in a dysfunctional home, those voices don't go away, especially in moments of stress or heartache or challenging times, but you do learn how to say, shut up and figure out a healthier way to get beyond that. And for the, you know, until, until my last breath, I I will, will never be able to thank him for everything he gave to me in my life. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Um, so now, at this age where you are, you're over fifty um do you really watch what you're eating? Do you are you know it to a point where it's takes over a little bit, or are you kind of
1: chilled out about it all? um, I definitely have chilled out for mm-hmm. me. I have found that limiting my fat intake is is for me what is is my ideal okay. um, but I allow myself you know to go and just splurged <laughs> you know on tuesday at musical bingo i had six crispy cream donuts and didn't feel a single moment of guilt and i was my sugar high was <laughs> so insane it, it wasn't funny the guy who actually ran bingo said what's going on <laughs> it's um, like you're on fire
0: tonight i went to musical bingo with you once and they weren't serving donuts
1: oh we started bringing our own food <laughs> oh my god Well, you should have told me. I would have come back. Yeah, we have donuts and brownies and cookies and candy Mm -hmm. now, and we've become the most second most popular, next to Larry, um, who runs the bingo at uh, at Bingo. That's fantastic. So, all
0: right. So, and a lot of people at this musical bingo with you are gay men over fifty, correct? So, if they're out there eating the stuff, then that's a good sign, right? Yeah. However, I know a number of gay males over 50 and I'm sure you do too. You, you're a, you go to the gym, you probably see these guys as well who are really so strict with their clean eating and constant working out and, um, you know, the per- body fat percentage and taking steroids to have, like there are some men, gay men, especially who are so obsessed with their bodies. Um, I, I, um, well, uh, well, let me ask you, do you know men like that? I've dated many
1: men like that. Um, and I mean, it's great if it works for them, but some of them have that, like I have a dysfunctional relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Um, they do too, but it, on the other end of that spectrum. Right. Yeah. Um, cause again, you know, once in a while have a carb, have a piece of bread.
0: That's the thing, you know, thinking about it as well, um, we've gotten to this age. You know, we've been through a lot of crap and a lot of life. And to restrict yourself from some joy, like, you know, maybe they don't see it that way. But, you know, every once in a while, a cupcake brings me some real happiness, you know? Like, not saying that it's where I find my happiness, but you know, to be in a strict workout regimen, unless you're, although over the age of 50, you know, you're not a bodybuilder for money anymore. I mean, I'm sure there are some people and there are some models who are still working and need to have that perfect body, I guess. But I I just would think that by the time you're over 50 to to give up everything, like relax
1: a bit, you know? that's the thing about obsession right um yeah that unless you figure out what it is you're obsessing about and why you just sort of you stay in that groove um and again not that it's bad i mean you know it's nice to see abs um but i being of italian descent would much (laughs) rather have bread and butter um and i have i have four abs um but okay. the other ones are well hidden. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's okay. okay you know. But I, I think regardless of which side you fall on, if you have a healthy relationship to it, then that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. I think
1: that comes down for, for
0: everything in life. You have right. to have that balance and, and a healthy relationship with whatever you it is you're doing. But so I do have a question. Um, because you are um a single man and you're out there dating i Mm -hmm. as everybody knows and i'm sure you're tired of me talking about this i'm a married guy 35 years i at this age i don't know if i could date and like be naked in front of somebody new because of my body you know like great thing about having a husband who's a few years older than me is that his eyesight is worse than mine. Um, his sense of touch has got to be worse than mine. So I'm hoping that he still sees me as that hot 28 year old and not this guy. So
1: does, does that play into it? Um, being dating and Um, question for you before I answer that. Um, was this something you experienced in your youth as well? Or is it something that you just sort of are de- you sort th- you're thinking about more now? Like, were you comfortable taking your clothes off in front of people in your twenties and thirties, um, or prior yeah. to being married? Okay. Well,
0: again, I had a good run for a while. You know, the body that was on the billboard was the body that I was showing people. So yeah, I was okay with that. You know, um, although I always had issues. Um, everyone has some sort of an issue, but I. I just think now, like you know, my my beautiful square chest is about three More feet rounded. lower than it used to be. You know, <laughs> so
1: back to you. Um, okay. So no, I don't. No. Um, oh, good. That's an awesome oddly thing. oddly enough. When I was younger, I did. You know, when I was still struggling with those issues, and now okay. it's like I, you know, love me, love my love handles. That's my mantra most of the time. So <laughs> I don't care. Um, well, that's a, an amazingly
0: healthy uh, way to be. Um, in a lot of the research that I was doing, th- there are a number of men uh, over 50, 60, and 70 who that is keeping them from finding relationships because they are afraid of exposing what their body looks like now. Um, so for you, kudos. I mean, that's a, that's a great healthy way to be. And again, not saying that you don't look, that you look bad or anything. You look great. I'm just wondering, you know, is that a concern
1: when you're out there dating? No, no because, you know, I'm, I mean, mind you, I do have one night stands or hookups and stuff like that. And I think the pressure on those moments is far less than on, like, if you're dating somebody um, and you, there's more of an investment, but yeah no they're they're i i i feel fine it's like you know i hope hopefully we all get to that point at some point in our lives where we're like this is me this is what it's going to be take it leave it i'm good
0: i just had my annual physical and even having to be in front of the doctor when he's like you know touchy like yep yeah there's some of my back fat oh yeah there it's going right into my love oh what's that okay you know like That's all I was thinking about. He's touching these things, you know. But again, i
1: I feel like I should hold up a doll right now and say, "Show me where he touches you." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, that's so weird. Because you know, I think, oh my God, he's seen a a hundred other bodies today. What the hell? Who cares? You know,
0: it's. I think, you know, I too have fallen into that category of people who are going to compare and i'm not comparing myself to other people i'm comparing to my older self like oh you know yeah i'm fine with who i am and i'm not going to compare myself to somebody else i think that's you know not a good thing to do but i do in my head think like oh I didn't used to look like this when I went to the doctor. Whatever, you know, it's crazy. It's it's not stuff, but it's stuff that I am accepting and being like, okay, that's who I am. That's um, that's
1: an interesting perspective for me because again, I was on the other side of that, so uh, I I grew the other way where I never had it, never was comfortable with it, and you had it, and now you're uncomfortable with not having it. It's or not, not that not I'm secure.
0: It, well, it's not that either. It's just. Um, well, because someone is touching me, and I, that's not a you know, it's normally just my husband who's touching right, me. Right, okay. um, so I think that's just like, oh, he's touching skin that's not as taut as it used to be. Oh, he, you know. But when my husband touches me, it's I don't think those things at all. Um, you know, so I'm not insecure of who I am now. In fact, I'm I am really working to accept who I am at the moment and accept you know the changes that's happening in my body, but also be really grateful for, you know, I did have some really great years. Good for that. But I'm also grateful for who I am at this moment in this body.
1: Yeah. I think we're all working towards that. And I think that is the best we can do. And, you know, when the issues come up that sort of shake your foundation is that you're, we we hopefully are able to deal with it and share it and, get those old recordings to to shut up right
0: i mean we do have to address that there is a a mental issue mental disorder out there called body dysmorphia which so many of my friends and myself at certain times are like oh yeah i have my body dysmorphia because i don't you know don't like the way i look well it's a really serious thing and and what Michael and I are talking about is not being happy with ourselves. Michael took steps when he was younger and went to OA, but there, there is something, this um, mental health condition called body dysmorphia, that is a very serious thing. And so anyone who out there who does feel that they might be experiencing that, um, we hope you do seek some help. You know, we are definitely nowhere near any mental health person that can give any sort of advice. We're just here talking and we would really encourage you to find the help that you need. Like Michael did by going to OA at, you know, that is a huge step that you took, especially as a, as a young guy. I think yeah. that, that's really important to be able to take that first step. Yeah. Because I, mean, I realized
1: I did, did, I did have that issue. There was no two ways about it. I, you know, I, I was seriously at one point with skin and bones. Um, like I said, that year I, you know, right. had mono and pneumonia because I wasn't eating anything. And um, again, I, I was just so blessed that my friend Richie came into my life and he was like, Yeah, no, this isn't how we do things. Right. Um, and then pushed me to deal with the issues that caused that. And so, yeah, if anybody out there is even, you know, th- there is no age where you all of a sudden have a shield up against this stuff that we carry it with us. Please just see a therapist or talk to friends or just find some help. There are support groups in uh, all of the LGBTQ centers across the country. Um, talk about it. Right. Because it's a, it's a lot of... It, and. You know, I say this metaphorically. It's 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 a lot of weight to carry, um, both figuratively and literally. It is, and it's a lot of work
0: that is a constant thing. You know, um, it's a constant thing to be aware of who you are and and learn how to like who you are. Although, in my research about gay men over fifty and body image, there are a number of studies that show that there are plenty of gay men over the age of 50 who do have a body positivity who are secure in their bodies which whatever that uh would be and one of th- one subset of the gay male um community are the bears and apparently the bears are very positive about their bodies um i
1: do you know any bears or can you explain what a bear is to me we're in palm springs so yes i do know a lot of bears? Okay, um, and not not the kind that climb trees and live in the mountains. Um, it is a uh, you know it is a community within our community where it's heavier guys um, who who do you know there are a lot who go to musical bingo and they're very comfortable in their own skin, and I think a, that stems from having that community that supports you regardless of what you weigh. Right, I think that's hugely important. Um, And yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a great thing to see. I know, with all the work I've done, I will still never be in that place, um, because there isn't a second, even when I had my six Krispy Kreme donuts, that I was like, oh, an hour on the elliptical tonight. Um, That it's always a conscious, it's always in the front of my mind is that how do I get rid of these calories? Um, And I, I think it's awesome that that's not even that's that's really not that's not in the front of their thoughts and and, and how they live their life. Um, so yeah, I, I I know a lot of bears and they are extremely comfortable in their skin. Which is great. Um, and
0: being in Palm Springs, most of them are over the age of 50. So to answer initial question, yes, here's a whole group of men. Um, another study showed that there are among men over the age of, this was over the age of 60, um, there are some really secure gay men within their body structure. Uh, These men tend to find confidence other places, whether it be in their careers, their social status, or their bank accounts. Um, And I think that's just saying that you have to find confidence in who you are And not just what your body is or what your body looks like. I think that's a long journey that people need to take. And especially I feel really bad, or do I feel badly? I don't know which is the right term. Um, For the younger generation who is so into social media and, you know, they post all these pictures of themselves with shirts off. And then they're constantly looking, how many likes did I get for this, you know? Did I get enough? I didn't get enough. This person got more likes than I did. Or you know, I want those young guys. Just like I, I luckily when I was younger and working, um, realized that I'm more than that. That there is more to me than just what my body looks like. And I think that's what this study is saying. That there are plenty of gay men out there who find their confidence in other things other than their body. And I think that's something that we all need to kind of take that journey and find what is so amazing and, and special and unique about me, because that's what people will be attracted to. We've, we've talked about that before, right? Yeah. Uh, Especially in finding a relationship, you're, there's so much more than just what your body looks like. and would you really just want to be with someone who is only
1: with you because of your body? I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Cause then I think you're, you know, you have that mentality that the other shoe is going to drop eventually. So that's, that's a lot of pressure to put on a relationship too. Yeah. And those folks on social media, uh, you know, don't rely on the amount of likes you get to, you know, to form your idea of self and your self-worth with it. Right. Um, I I do love the fact that this new generation of kids, the ones who are also getting politically involved, are also spending less time on social media because they do realize. Did 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 you know flip phones are coming back? Really? The old razors. Yeah. There's this whole thing um, where it's just it's just a way for kids to go. I'm too tied to my phone, and I have to have to have a life outside of this. That's great. It's kind of it's kind of a neat thing. So hopefully they won't be as damaged as we were, you know, and have had the struggles, but they'll have a whole new list. Right.
0: Um, all right. One more uh, positive thing. Uh, gay men over 50, another uh, group that they have found uh, are less body conscious and more positive about whatever their body looks like is among gay married men. And, you know, uh, I can attest to that because, We're not who we were before, but we still love each other and we still, you know, we have looked past our bodies and find those other things to be confident about and to love about each other. So, you know, to answer our initial question, are there any gay men over 50 who are happy with their bodies? Well, yes, there are. Um, We've found a number of them and... But so many are still on the journey that we're all on. You know, you're on it, Michael. I'm still on it as well, to just
1: be happy with who we are. And I think look. that's a lifelong thing. It's that, you know, oh, it's, sure. that, it's that metaphor of the onion. There's always another layer under whatever layer you just think you conquered. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all right, there's that too. But the good thing is the layers become thicker as you get to the center of the onion. So, you know.
0: I I view my layers as more rolls. Rolls uh, of
1: skin that just get Are we talking Kaiser or the <laughs> little Pillsbury ones that you crack and those are good <laughs> with butter.
0: Butter. It's awesome. Um. All right, so the answer to the question is yes. There are plenty of gay men out there who are positive about their bodies. And for those of you who are not, Michael, I are encouraging you to find something else about yourself that is amazing and unique and special and lovable and funny and all the different layers of your onion. Expose those to us because that's what people are going to find attractive about you. It's not always about your body.
1: True that. Yeah. And Just find healthy outlets because I think the more of those that you have the less fucks there are to give about other things, you know? Okay.
0: So here goes zero fucks to that, and let's go have some Krispy Kreme donuts,
1: Michael. yes. That's my Tuesdays. (laughs) That's, That's my Tuesdays. I've allowed that day to be my cheat day. Awesome.
0: All right. So, now, Michael, the question I pose to you, are there any gay men over the age of 50 who are positive about their bodies we discussed that and we found the answer to be yes that there are plenty of gay men over the age of 50 who are have body positivity you being one me being one but we've also decided that it is a lifelong journey um that we have to be finding other things about ourselves to be lovable and likable and enjoyable, not just our bodies.
1: Yeah, and abs- absolutely, don't make the mistake that I am like that every day. You know, there are days I get up and I get, I'm i like, oh my God, you're a fucking cow. Um, <laughs> but then I'm able to go, you know what, then do something about it. I'll go to the gym, I'll play tennis, and it's a healthy outlet. And it just right. helps my brain realize that there's something else other than focusing on the fact that I think I'm a cow. Um, which you are not.
0: Um, but well, our, our brains tell us all kinds of things. Yeah. And I am, no matter what, I'm obsessed with buttercream icing, with cupcakes, with cake. I love it all. And just as Michael said, there has to be a balance, right? So if I'm going to eat an entire cake, which... I have been known to do on many occasions, then I have to do something about it. You know, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to rock back and forth in the corner and say like, oh, you're so fat and just keep eating. I'll get up earlier the next morning. I'll go for a longer hike. I'll, you know, work out with some weights. I love swimming. You know, just as you said, Michael, we have to find that balance. But I'm not going to deprive myself of certain things. That's just not who I am. I don't want that kind of life. I also, I don't have the discipline to to be that person anymore, and I don't want to be that person anymore. But let's talk a little bit more about body image. I've got some questions for you. Um, Found this list. You may have a problem with your body image if. So I'm going to read something to you, and then you tell me. All right?
1: <laughs> I'm a little afraid, but sure. Why not? Okay. You may have a go- problem. What? Go ahead. No, I was going to say you're going to you're going to make everything crumble to the ground of what I believe <laughs> I've built up over the years. Exactly. I a, you know, when a ball you're going crying. to be crying soon.
0: Yes. <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, but no, I just think this would be fun for all of our listeners to also play this little game with us. So you may have a problem with your body image if you have frequent preoccupation with your body image and body shape to the extent that it controls your life. No. Yeah, no. You know, there we, we had talked previously about those guys who are at the gym 24-7, who are, you know, making the little meals of whatever it is, broccoli and chicken and, you know, that's all they will ever eat. No, those that's not us. But it's
1: also, you know, it's also not a bad thing, again, if they're doing it from a healthy perspective, because there's nothing wrong with eating healthy. No. Oh, God, no. Yeah.
0: But it's just if it starts to control your life. Right. Um, And, you know, we both know some people who... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It just seems to be controlling their life. And so you just want to say to those people, like... Have a piece of bread. (laughs) Yeah. Have a donut. Um, like, what's the issue? Why is this controlling your life? Why do you think you have to be, well, I don't know, body percentage, but like 0.1 body fat percentage or whatever it is. Like, why is that? Um, you know. All right. Number two, you may have a body a problem with your body image if you feel
1: distressed,
0: unhappy, or depressed when you look at your body.
1: No. 95% of the time I could say no. Because like I said, there's always, you know, the, when you when you have certain issues, they're always there, but you just learn how to quiet those voices. So, you, you know, 95% of the time I could safely say no. Distressed? No. Unhappy and a little depressed? Eh,
0: sometimes I do, you know. Um, Why? But again, it's not to a point where it's, it's controlling my life at all, um, and luckily, having been a person who you know worked in front of a camera for forty something years, I know exactly how to stand <laughs> to not see certain things. You know, like I know if I do this angle, yeah, Barbara Streisand
1: got nothing on <laughs> you. Um, but so why? Why what? in, in it, your question you said you do sometimes what, what what is it that brings that up in you that i feel unhappy
0: or a little depressed when yeah. i see my body what brings that up because it's not you know it's not the ideal it's not what and again i i don't believe in comparing yourself to somebody else i would look at myself and and not be like oh I don't look like Joe Schmo over there, you know, but I will look at myself and be like, "Ugh, that used to not look like that. You know, that makes me a little unhappy. But also, as I've been saying, I am really working on just accepting who I am at this point in life and being like, Hey, you know what? I look better than probably 95% of the guys who are my age, you know, maybe not here in Palm Springs, but in the world. Right. So, I've got to, you know, hold on to that as well. Um, But again, it's not to a point where it's um, controlling my life. Number three, you may have a problem with your body image if you exercise excessively.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm too lazy. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, no. Yeah. That's a solid no. I don't even have to think about that. Big time solid no. Um okay
0: you may have a problem with your body image if you always are on a diet juicing detoxing etc
1: uh, that's a, there's too much gray area with that cuz you know i am mean? always on a diet Why? but i do allow my just because so here's a wonderful biological factoid okay by the time you're 24, your body has all the fat cells it will ever have. And from that point they just shrink and expand. If you're an over if you're overweight when you're younger, guess what? There They're are always more fat cells. Okay. So, I am always on a diet. Do I obsess about it? Absolutely not. Do I allow myself to have something when I want it? Absolutely, because I learned not doing that makes me go batshit crazy and off of the rails when I finally, like, am, like, okay, I'm done dieting. And, you know. Um, so is it that you're
0: on a diet or is it that you're always eating healthy?
1: Oh, I'm not always eating healthy. Let me oh. go back to the Krispy creams. Okay. Um, But I, I will say I'm always on a diet. Not that that's okay. a bad thing, but it's just, it's it's how I have to function. Otherwise, I gain weight too easily.
0: Okay. All right. All right, number five, uh, you may have a problem with your body image if you have problems with relationships, avoiding social occasions because you think you look bad, or prioritizing exercise over spending time with your partner or your friends. Nope.
1: No. We're both a no on that one.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I definitely, uh, yeah, no. That's a big no for me. All right. If you
1: are out there and you do and you do, do that, I would say, again. We're going to stress the fact that maybe you know you talk to somebody, talk to a professional, because um, you know there was that movie The Whale that just came out right. that deals with that, um, and it's it's not good to isolate in any in any situation. So please, please, if you're out there and you're, you're struggling with any of these questions that we're going over, please seek help. Um, just talk to somebody. There's no shame. There's no shame in struggling. Not at all.
0: We've all struggled about what, you know, maybe it's not a body image, but everyone has had some struggle in life. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Number six, you may have a problem with your body image if you spend an excessive amount of time on social media, displaying your body, searching for likes, and comparing yourself to others.
1: Um. For me, no. But <laughs> I, I just, I, I have an evil streak in me that runs so deep. <laughs> Um okay. as you know, um I'm um, elphaba Um but somebody came to mind when you said that, and I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. A, yeah, mutual friend. But well, let's move on quickly with this one.
0: Well, no, I, let's just I would i want to just stop for a second, uh, because this is something that we've talked about, and I, I say that all the time. Please don't compare yourself to others. Um just just be you, just yeah. accept who you are. And And I do often wonder if I was younger, like if I was in my 20s at this time, would I be one of those guys constantly on Instagram showing their bodies, looking for likes? I certainly hope I wouldn't be, you know. In fact, this is a funny story. Um, One of the very first times I was in a magazine, um, it was... I don't know, maybe for a Speedo or something. I was in a bathing suit, a very small bathing suit. I was in New York City on the street. It came out. I went to the, a pay phone. I called my mother saying, like, did you see it? Did you see it? Her first thing she said to me was, you should look so good in person. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that shot me back down. Um, And sometimes we
1: need that, don't we? Exactly, which
0: is why I'm wondering, like, maybe a lot of moms out there should be calling their kids who are exposing their bodies on, you know, Instagram and saying, like, "Uh, exactly what filter are you using? Because you don't look that way, you know? Um, So, yeah, I just think it's kind of funny. All right. So let's move along here. We've talked about six things to uh, show that you might have a body image. And so here are six strategies to feel better about your body. Number one, speak to yourself as you would speak to your best friend. Don't be unkind about your appearance. Challenge your critical thoughts. That's a definite for most people. I mean, we talk so much kinder to other people than we do to ourselves, definitely. Without a doubt. Yeah. So that's just be nice to yourself. Uh, Number two, avoid focusing on the body parts that you don't like, and instead take a broader look at your body and look at the parts that you do like. Can you do that?
1: I do every day.
0: So tell me, tell me what I have
1: really good hair. Okay, that is what I have. (laughs) That is it. That's not. I have really good hair. No, I do. I have good hair. I have my. No, I'm saying that's
0: not (laughs) it. That's not the only thing about you. That you love it. Today it is. Okay. And
1: that's okay. why I say I have to allow for that to be okay. And sure. I, and I know I've done the work where it doesn't destroy my day. So do you ever but have I have a day, good hair. But do you ever have a bad hair day? I don't think so. I really huh? don't. I mean, sometimes I have a cowlick that will pop out and I feel a little like alfalfa, but you know, well, I have all of my hair. It is its natural color. Um, and it's my grandmother. She was she had jet black hair until she was seventy, and would always get so pissed off that people would accuse her of dying her hair. Wow! And I finally get why she would get pissed off because okay. people say that to me all the time. You dye your hair? I'm like, bitch, no, I don't. And if I did, I would say I did. Okay. And I am too lazy to actually have my hair dyed on a regular basis. So, cool. There you go. Okay. Well. And you? Yeah. What? What is yours? Because you have good hair too. I do have good hair.
0: Uh, My hair started turning silver in my 20s um, because my grandmother as well, her hair was completely silver by the time she was, I think, 23 or something. So yeah, everything just, you know, it's all in your genes. Um, And that's something else. Like I I had nothing to do with who I am. So just have to accept it. Um, All right. Number three, don't go on a scale every day. Moderate your exercises, take some time to do other fun things and hobbies that do not involve working on your fitness or body. Do you weigh yourself every day? Fuck
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think I weigh myself every three months. Really? I just go by my, my clothes. Uh, uh, and if they get a little snug, I'm like, okay, a little more time on the elliptical. And that's, okay. that's all good.
0: I have to admit, I weigh myself... At least once a day. What? At least
1: once a day. Okay. So you might have an issue because that's a lot. Yeah. I think so. There you go. You have, you have, you have, see that? We all have some work to do. Oh, I am
0: the first to admit I've got a lot of work to do. Um, but I also do other fun things. You know, it's not, I, again, I'm not obsessed with, um, my body but it's just i think it's just a a thing that i have done forever i wake up i have to pee first because you know that could be at least another pound
1: (laughs) so i'm going to suggest something for you
0: what get rid of the scale okay shave your hair okay let's move on um back (laughs) i can buy another scale um (laughs) Number four, have a balanced diet that includes all types of food groups, including a dessert once in a while. Make your meals a time for relaxation and fun. Do you You eat
1: balanced? Yeah. it's kind of common sense on that one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um,
0: But, you know, some people might need to hear that, so... Uh, Another strategy to feel better about your body, number five, learn to love the body parts that you don't usually like. It is all part of self-love, self-compassion, and self-acceptance. You don't need to have a six-pack in order to be handsome, attractive, and a worthy person. So tell me one body part that you really dislike.
1: Oh, my God, I'll never make peace with it. I, I have learned to live comfortably with them, though, my love handles. Yeah, okay. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't, you know. Right. I uh, also have that body type that is prone to love handles. It's the the wider, I forgot what it's called. There's ectomorph, endomorph, and I don't know what the other one is. But I'm the one with the love handles. Okay. I think that's called the crispy cremador or something. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Okay, good.
0: Or pizza. <laughs> Let's pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Um, All right. So
1: learn to love those body parts of yours. Or just learn not to hate them. Because that's what I've learned not to do with my love handles. Yeah. I'll never love them, but I've learned not to hate them. Okay.
0: Good. Just accept. Just accept who you are today.
1: Um,
0: Number six moderate your use of social media i think that just goes back to stop comparing yourself to other people yeah. stop trying to get people to like you because of whatever your body looks like or doesn't look like so yeah um,
1: and that little tip can go not only for your body but for your mind because oh, so social media right. is just a toilet you know i mean there's a lot of great aspects to it but oof, man yeah it's a black hole.
0: Right. I'm really glad that we did not, as children, have this connection to the world at every second. Um, I think we we were able to develop more of who we are. But again, that's just me. Who knows?
1: And again, we have that younger generation now who is making yeah. packs and staying off of social media. Um, there's a tennis player, actually, who is an amazing player who's he has a team with him his coach and his trainer and his physio he is not allowed on social media they keep him isolated every now and again he'll he'll post something but more than likely it's his people that are posting something and they keep him off and you could see in this young man something that you don't see in the players who are in their late 20s and it's an awesome thing to see cool so shout out to Carlos Alcaraz and his team. Woo-hoo. All, right. all right, Carlos. Because I'm back right. to the tennis whoring. So.
0: so the big conclusion for us with this whole body positivity is, is just that everybody out there, especially all you gay men, all our contemporaries over 50, you just need to be proud of who you are um, and be proud of your body's imperfection because that's, It's that imperfection that makes us all so unique and so special and so different. We don't, I mean, could you imagine if everybody looked exactly the same with these perfect bodies and perfect whatever's who wants that, right? There's a Twilight
1: Zone episode about that. Is there? Yeah. Where you have to pick a picture from a catalog um, and you get like maybe half a dozen choices or a dozen choices and everybody looks like everybody else. And there's this one girl who doesn't want to. Good for her, and there you go. So this obviously, this is an issue that's been around for a very long time. Of course, and social it is. media has unfortunately really, you know, set it on fire.
0: Right, and it's an issue for, like I said, all of our contemporaries out there that there are a number of gay men over fifty who are having body image problems, and we encourage you all to, first of all, stop comparing yourself to other people, accept who you are now, you know. Learn to love your imperfections, or at least, as Michael said, with his uh, love handles, he's kind of made peace with them. And hey, there they are. Not going to change your life because of it. Um. So the big question we first posed, are there gay men over 50 who have positive body images? The answer is yes, of course there are. And are there some who don't? Yes, of course there are. Are there things that we can do to make it better? Of course there are, Um, and let's. And do we all struggle? Of course we do. Of course we do. So let's just all kind of support each other in who we are and help each other see the beauty that we do have, the things that we can be confident about: our our minds, our humor, our caringness, whatever you know. Um, It's a good thing to just be you so please embrace that so michael i would like everyone out there to let us know how they're handling their body positivity um how could they reach out to us
1: um you guys can follow us on facebook instagram and tiktok at the moniker no two gaze about it and that's the number two so no the number two gaze about it um and that is us everywhere on social media And you could also email us if you want, and that is at no2gaysaboutit at gmail.com. Or you could become part of our family on Patreon um, and ask us questions there. You also get early access to the show, and there'll be some other perks added as we go along. And that's at patreon.com forward slash no2gaysaboutit, and that is the number two. Fantastic. Thank you.
0: Yeah, reach out to us. Let us know uh, what you're thinking about anything. We'd like to know what you'd like us to talk about. And you can find us every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts, there will be a new one of ours. And we would love it if you could share it with your friends, share it with all the people you know, who are over 50 and part of our gay community. Because we want to not only be your voice, but we want to talk about things that matter to you and definitely having a positive body image is important for all of us so that we can all live really happy lives.
1: So, Michael, no more Krispy creams today for you. Oh, no, um, definitely not today. It's not Tuesday, so I'm good with that.
0: Okay. So you go yeah. about, be positive with yourself and who you are today, and everyone out there, until next time.
1: We will see you next week and thank you so much for listening and um, being a part of this. Um, We're enjoying the journey and we hope you are too. So thank you. Thank you. Bye.